welcome to the Living Alive podcast. I'm Autumn Shields, a master connect coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur. And most importantly, your hostess here to help you live your life alive. See, I believe we all have the ability to feel and be guided by life's nudges to live on purpose. So I'm inviting you to take this journey with me. Whether you were here just wanting to dip your toe in the water and see what this is all about, or maybe you were ready to dive deep. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. On this show, you'll hear powerful life-changing stories from thought leaders of all walks of life that are stirring things up. We will guide you on living your life fully alive, how to identify the nudges, and why living a healthy lifestyle actually makes a difference. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and connected because it's your time to make a splash. So I am coming to you from Belize. I've been here for the winter. I was here last winter for three months and I post pictures and some videos, but some of you have some specific questions. So I thought I would hop on here and share some of my experiences with Belize. I am in love with this country and would love to share a little bit more about Belize with you. Before I start, I want to say that this is my perspective. I think that it's important to say that because obviously my perspective comes from my background where I've lived before and where I'm currently living in the United States when I'm not here. And so it's obviously my perspective. I'm sure if you ask the next person that lives here, it's completely different. And I think that's important to recognize up front. Um, I'm using this microphone uh, because I also do a podcast and I figure I might as well just post this on my podcast. And my husband and I did one earlier this week talking about how we got here and really what our, the last five years of our life looked like and the choices we made. So if you um, want to listen to that, you can. It just posted yesterday. So I'm just going to again give you my experience. So I am on San Pedro, which is a little island. There's actually two Ks, Ambergas Cave and Cay Cocker. And those are the two bigger islands off of Belize. But there is a lot of islands off of Belize. So Belize is a really little country. People are always like, I know I have heard the word, but where is it? So below Mexico, there's Guatemala, and then Belize touches Mexico just a little bit, and it's on the eastern side, and it's a little country. It's actually just the size of Maryland. And believe it or not, it only has 400, not even 420,000 people live in all of Belize, the mainland and the island. So I live primarily on the island when I'm here. However, I love the mainland, and I'll talk to you a little bit about the difference because there is a big difference. And so this is a developing country. Some people are like, oh, it's a third world country. Like, how do you live in a third world country? Well, people don't really use those terms like second world, third world country right now. So depending upon how you look at things that way, I have to throw out stats because that's what stats are and that's how we look at things. But it's definitely up to you to develop that. But what a developing country still is and looks like. But people here in Belize make about $800 a month. Um, minimum wage is $2.50, which is crazy. And it shows that like 50% of people live in poverty here. And again, that's perspective of what poverty looks like to maybe us or to you versus other people. So that is Belize as far as like statistically where it's at and where it's on the map. It's actually, it's got its independence from Britain in 1964. 
So they're a very proud community. But when you think about who lives here, like who are some people say Belizeans, some people say Belizeans, but who are these people? And when you get here, you kind of think they're like, I recognize right away, there's so many different cultures and who are these people, right? And so as I got to know people in different cultures, there's actually nine and counting distinctive cultures here, like completely different cultures. And what's awesome about having this many different cultures here is that they bring their own thing to the table. They bring their own thing to the country that we all get to benefit from and we all get to share. And I think that's awesome. I was very surprised that there's a lot of Mennonites here and Mennonites, a lot of them have come over from Germany and different things, but they do most of the food production here and building, a lot of building. And so it's amazing just to learn about the different cultures that are here. Some chosen to migrate here and some people ended up here for um, other reasons. So I'm going to tell you about why I am absolutely in love with this country. Because as people, and you start looking around as expats from America, again, as you start looking at different options as far as lifestyle and um, retirement, a lot of people obviously are looking for retirement outside of the United States, Canada, Europe. And so we're thinking, okay, you know, and you can start Googling and you see videos on where are people living and people look for things like safety, medical education, like what's important to you, what lifestyle is important to you. And as my husband and I have really come to the conclusion, we're definitely island people. We love islands where people, I feel a little bit more nice or helpful, or there's more of a sense of community. But as we started looking around at different options, like what's important to us right now. So for me, it's the people. And I realized this when I lived in Maui for five years. I'm originally from Colorado, then moved to Maui for five years. And then I just went back and visited Maui a little while ago when I had not been there for a few years. And I thought, oh, I miss this part of Maui. And when I went back, all I wanted was my people. I just wanted to spend time with people and people that are able to hold you up, connect with, and just nice, right? Just nice people. So that is what is here. So people here are, you know, and when I say people, of course, I'm generalizing. Of course, I'm, you know, a huge generalization, right? There's nice people everywhere. There's mean people everywhere. But I find and believe that there's always genuine smiles. And when people say hello, it's because they actually really want to get to know you. They'll say hi. And especially when you come over here as a tourist, which I have and been a tourist here before, is that you tend, you know, people say hi, welcome. And you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's people like you, they're serving you or, you know, rather they're helping you get into your room or whatever it may be. And you're like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And people here really want to get to know you. They really want to talk to you. And so what I recommend for people to visit Belize and or are interested in living here is that people here genuinely want to connect. They smile. They wave when they want They ask you your name. They not only want to know your name, they really want you to know their name and they want you to remember their name. And they're very interested in just getting to know you. And that's what is awesome about the sense of community here is that people stay in touch. When we leave here, there's tons of locals that will stay in touch with us while we're gone. And um, it's just a really great environment. So what makes up a lot of the islands are expats, people primarily from America and Canadians. And actually, the second um, group of people that visit are Europeans. So not only do you get to meet locals, which are nine distinctive cultures, is that you get to meet a lot of expats from all over the place that either come down as snowbirds and or they're retiring here. And so you get the opportunity to meet all sorts of people from all over. And that's what I love about spending time here. The other th reason that we love Belize is because it's English speaking is their primary language, which is crazy to me, right? Like you have all of Mexico, you have all of Central America, all Spanish speaking, and everyone here speaks English as their primary language and a lot of other languages too. 
So you'll find people that can speak two, three, four languages here, but English is primary. And because I'm really bad at language, this makes it a lot easier for me to live and to travel. Third thing is the weather. The weather, it's so funny when I pulled up the weather, it only goes up and down like three to five degrees between day and nighttime. Coming from Colorado, where it can go up 40 degrees during day and nighttime is just crazy, but they don't have seasons really. They have wet and dry. And so there is a wet season here and a dry season. So my second favorite thing, first is the people, second is the food. Like I said, a lot of food is grown on the mainland and brought over. But the food here, number one, you can just taste a difference. Like I forget that a potato can taste that good. Like just a potato is so good. And all their meat and primarily chicken is here in beef, of course, tastes different because they process everything different. Eggs taste totally different because we're just, nothing's processed. And so in America, I'm on, I actually did a post on this. So if you want to look back on my post on Facebook that I posted some awesome pictures of food here, but in America, I'm on an extremely restrictive diet, like extremely restrictive. I can't eat any, and I mean any gluten, dairy, soy, corn, eggs, which means I don't eat a lot of things. And here I'm like a little kid in a candy store, even though I shouldn't eat everything I do for a while because I don't get to eat these things in America. But it is amazing that I can eat a lot of pizza and I still feel great. Like that's just weird to me. And it shouldn't be weird, right? We should be able to eat chicken or an egg or pizza and still feel good. And so that's what's awesome about the food here is, especially on the island, is that we have a lot of amazing different cultures and different restaurants in such a small little area. There's actually over 230 like liquor and food license here on a little tiny island. So it's really good food. And Kay Cocker, which is right across the way, is amazing as well. A lot of people know of this area because of the reef. We know that there's a Great Barrier Reef, and this has always been known as the second biggest reef in the world. Um, now there's some debate on if it's still the second, because I guess the Great Barrier Reef is not as big as it used to be. But they're very protective of their marine life and the reef here. And so a lot of people come here to dive and snorkel. And if you look back on my picture, some of the water is extremely, extremely clear. And it's fun to be out on a boat. It's fun. Um, a lot of great fishing here. And a lot of the locals, they just know how to grow their own food for their own consumption. Rather, it's just a little bit of vegetables, a little bit of fruit or their meat and or eating fish. And so a lot of people just learn how to eat off of the land and the sea. And so rather you're in the water and or on the land. So primarily we live on the island. So the mainland of Belize is pretty diverse too. It's easy to rent a car. It's easy to get around. There's no traffic, a lot of people, and you can get anywhere in the country. You can drive two hours that way, two hours that way and be in a totally different place. Again, a lot of different towns with a lot of different cultures. I love the jungle. Um, we're actually working on getting some jungle land right now. And when you go to this jungle land, it's amazing because there's, you know, 60 to 80 foot trees. I mean, it's just literally a wall of green and crazy amount of animals. And, you know, to hear and go to sleep with the howler monkeys howling, which is crazy, crazy sound. And I mean, it's a jungle. It's really literally the jungle. And to be in that and get to experience that. The other thing that I love about Belize is they don't have the best healthcare and a lot of people don't have access. And so they've learned through the years, obviously, people have used herbal medicine since the time of day and they're still use a lot of herbal medicine, which makes it what I believe in primarily. Obviously, there's a place for Western medicine, but um, it's nice that there's um, that focus on using more natural products. 
And so people ask kind of how we found Belize. I actually came here over 20 years ago with my ex-husband when this island was kind of split and um, you had to take a boat to most of the resorts. Now there's a bridge. Um, Cay Cocker is the same way. It's split, actually known as the split. And so I stayed at this little resort. Thankfully, somebody um, was building it and said that we could come over. And I fell in love with it then. I fell in love with the simplicity. I fell in love with how happy people are genuinely happy here and helpful. And then um, my husband was here 12 years ago with his ex-wife. And so a few years ago, three years ago, we both obviously had been here, but three years ago, we were both just kind of getting discouraged about certain things. And I thought, you know what, we just need to like get out and change our perspective a little bit. And I think that's what travel does. And I just am so thankful that I've been able to travel and not only to experience different cultures, but to me, it just helps with my perspective instead of like staying in my four walls of my life and just seeing things from what's right around me is that there's a whole world out there and it helps me gain more of a bird's eye perspective in life than just kind of hanging out and hoping for the best. So we came over here on vacation. We're not big resort people, but we actually stayed in a resort because it was right after COVID and there wasn't very much open. And we enjoyed our trip. And at the end, we met some people that um, come down. They're Americans and they come, come down every winter and they showed us around a little bit more. And we had so much fun with them. We extended our trip. And we had been looking for property probably three, four years in Florida, looking, looking, looking. And we thought we had a place and it fell through. And we started looking over here. And the same day we found out our place in Florida fell through, we um, bought a place here. We literally just walked in and bought a place, which is so unlike us, but we just knew it was the right place for us. And so we just have a little place, a little loft here. And we get to meet so many amazing people from all over, like I said, but that's how we really ended up here. And that was three years ago. We were here on vacation, um, bought a place. And then last year, we were just here for three months. We rented a place while ours was being built. And now we um, just have a little loft. This is our little loft right here that overlooks the backside of the water. And that's about it for Belize as far as what I can say about what I love about Belize, that there's always downsides to everywhere you live, right? Medical, I mentioned. There's bugs here. Like, I mosquitoes love me and I don't love mosquitoes. So, you know, there's always downsides. There's in developing countries, they obviously have issues with like knowing and that that structure of trash disposal or and sewage disposal, things like that. They're still working on roads, right? Like they're very bumpy roads here on the island. There's very few cars. There's trucks to obviously build, but everyone gets around in a golf cart, which is a lot of fun. So, you know, we have a golf cart instead of nice cars and air conditioned cars. So, that's great until you try to go shopping and you know you don't have a big trunk or a big, I don't call it shopping here. I call it treasure hunting because you just never know what you're going to find. You don't ever really go with a list because you just get what you get here, right? Become, most of it gets shipped over. So I just call it treasure hunting. But you know, there's always pros and cons to every area. You know, People always ask me about safety. Safety to me is just like anywhere else. I mean, I used to be in law enforcement and I feel like it's easy to just see what we want to see where we want to live, but there's problems everywhere, right? There's shootings everywhere. And you look at America, crime versus crime here, it's very, very small. And so safety is just, to me, it's, you know, your responsibility and, you know, you just are smart about locking things up and not leaving things out and just like anywhere else. So to me, safety is not a big issue here. I feel very safe with people here. So people always ask me like, how do you like, can you guys work there? When you're not allowed to work here without a work permit. And um, Belize has very strict immigration laws very strict. You can get a visa easily here for 30 days, which I accidentally expired. And I was in trouble yesterday and had to go to immigration, but you can come over here very easily for 30 days and then you can ask for an extension. So to be a resident here, you actually have to be here 365 days 
and you can only leave for 14 days at all, like consecutively to get citizenship here and or there's a five-year plan. So that's all online if you're actually interested in that. So to come over here and um, work, you obviously have to have a work permit, but obviously there's people that are working remotely all over the world, right? So for myself is that I started my business 20 years ago with a health and wellness company, Arbon, which many of you know that I'm part of. And I started that 20 years ago to make a little bit of extra money on the side. I was raising four children at the time. I was working law enforcement. I had no vision of ever getting to work remotely. Most of us didn't, right? When you think about how much life changes in over 20 years, right? I never knew that we could just have these things called smartphones and run around and run businesses, right? Most of our cords were still attached to walls, like our phones and our computers. But 20 years ago, I was just trying to make a little bit of extra money. I was working full time. My husband was at the time, but we just weren't making ends meet. And so I was looking for something to work part-time. And you know, now a lot of people are looking for those little side gigs, but I started this business just to make a little bit of extra money for my family. And 20 years later, fast forward, this business has given me the opportunity to not only grow as a person um, and personal development, but also professional development. But it has given me the opportunity to be able to really run a global business. My company's in seven countries. It's not in Belize, but I can be here. I meet tons of people from all over the world here. You know, most of us know because of COVID now, so many of us are still working remotely and, you know, from our phones and from our computers. It's work, you know, working for yourself is still work. People are like, oh, it must be nice. Well, it's still work. You have to be self-disciplined, but it has been to me absolutely the biggest blessing in my life and completely life-changing. And I'm still onboarding other consultants that I get to teach and train that also want either a little bit of money or more flexibility in their life. So if that's you, you can definitely get in touch with me and then I've also expanded into coaching and speaking. I'm on my second book that I'm writing and love that process. And so you can always visit my website to learn more. And then Mike's business is he was started a business on Cape Cod 20 years ago um, doing water sports, parasailing and jet skiing and expanded that business. And he never thought that that would be able to produce enough income for it to give him choices. So he always worked in the winter months. And the last five years, he didn't have to work in the winter months. But then we thought, OK, well, what are we going to do next? Right? Like, what's our next act? And so he came down here and found his passion again. Again, we just did a podcast on this, but found his passion. So you can start businesses here. And um, he loves helping people have fun. So we're going to build some fun things to do on the island here. And that'll take up our time for the next few years. But we just feel blessed that this country is so loving and so helpful and so welcoming to us to be able to live out our next act of our life and be able to be here with so many amazing people. And so we just feel very blessed to be able to have the opportunity to be here. And I just want to encourage you when you get the opportunity to travel and or you get the opportunity to work somewhere else, get out of your four walls and come out and just rather you're at a resort, get off the resort and go somewhere different. You know, rather you're just trying a local church out or trying a different restaurant off the resort or, you know, really asking people about questions because, you know, people that live in different places, they love talking about their lives and sharing their lives. And to me, traveling has always just enriched my life. And I feel so blessed to be able to get to live in different places and still be able to work um, my businesses and be able to be here in the morning with you before I catch a plane. Hopefully I'll catch this plane. My last one was delayed and bummer, I got stuck here for another week. But um, other thing, worse things have happened. So thanks for tuning in. Um, I appreciate it. Bye for today. Thank you for joining us and I hope you enjoyed today's show. And remember, good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends. Also, wherever you listen to podcasts, 
please take a moment to review or download this episode. I would love to connect with you. Regardless of where you're at on your journey, maybe you're feeling like you can't set sail or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas. Find me at autumnshields.com or on social and say hello. If you would like a complimentary coaching sesh, all you have to do is click on Let's Connect and let me know three things you would like to get out of the conversation and we will make it happen. So make today the day you decide to live your life alive and leave room for the unimaginable. So until next time, keep following the nudges.